Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Baseball is Good. My name is Corey Engelhardt. I'm the host. And uh, typically the show is on Thursday night. So if you're listening to it on on a Thursday night, that would give it away that it's on a Tuesday night instead. And... That uh, kind of plays into the guests that I have tonight and, and what they do as far as having it on a Tuesday and going from there. I'm going to bring them on in a minute, but um, I just wanted to say thank you for the listeners that I've had so far. I appreciate it, and it's fun. It's been a fun ride so far to be able to talk about baseball with some really amazing people, and tonight is going to be no different. So I'm going to bring my guests on here now, and we'll get the show started. Hello. Hey, guys, are you there? Hello? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Hey, how are you guys? I'm here. I can hear you. Doing all right. Cool. Can you hear well, us? So I, I can hear you just fine. Yeah, so I feel bad about tonight. The original plan was to have this show in person, and I apologize. My my um, family life, and primarily I'll blame it on my two-year-old kids, kind of got in the way of us doing this together in person, so we'll have to do this again at some point. Um in the future uh, over beers or something somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Two year olds have a way of taking over things. Yeah, they pee on stuff and they throw everything kinda of like uh me and my college days a lot of it I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you don't have anything um, more anyway on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, let's let's find out uh, for our listeners if the the sound quality I can hear you guys just fine. But uh, let's hear from you guys. Your you run an Instagram Facebook page uh, called Townball Tuesdays. But let's start with just who you guys are and maybe um, how you got started in in your venture. Sure, I, uh, Marty's pointed me, so I guess he wants me to go first. Uh... Well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm Ryan um, or Rhino, uh, depending on who you're talking to, I suppose. Uh, and I'm I'm one half of the, uh, the gang here. Uh, and Marty and I are uh, we've been old pals for for quite a while. Um, I'm uh, much more of a uh, biggest a traditional baseball guy than Marty is. Um, I grew up playing ball, played some high school ball. I still play amateur ball now. At, at, I'm, I'm just turned 40 this summer. I'm playing amateur ball still, so it's kind of in my, my blood a little bit. And uh, Marty's been a hockey guy his whole life. I guess I'll, I'll let him explain a little when he gets his chance. But uh, a couple of years ago, he and I uh, started going out to some ball games on, on Tuesday nights. Uh, he's a bartender uh, here in Minneapolis, and, and that's always his night off. So uh, I took him to a couple games, and he really kind of, found a new appreciation for, for baseball that maybe he didn't have before going to some of these uh, small towns and, and, you know, grabbing a couple beers at the, the local watering hole and, and, you know, seeing baseball in a, in a real different light. And it kind of, we started writing about it and it's kind of took off. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Maria? Yeah, no, basically that pretty much covers it. it we started going to a lot of, like, we would go to Eau a lot to that, what is that, the, um, that what's that league called though? Northwoods League. Yeah. Went to a lot of their yeah. games and just how they do kind of like how the the Saints do a lot of that fun stuff between innings and just make more of an event about it. And you could still get good seats. Things are not quite so expensive, and uh, that just made it fun for me to get back into the game again to actually just feel like you're more a part of things. And sure, then from well, there, uh, like, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. I mean, I no, was, no, no, I, I was just going to say go on, but, yeah. Well, first off, my name's Marty, too. I didn't get to say that. And, um, <laughs> yeah, like Ryan said, it, just, it was all kind of his idea. We just started going to these games and and then just having Tuesday night off, we just, just kind of 
pushed each other to keep doing it every week and just became a thing where that's just what we do. And that's, that's awesome. Where, where do you bartend if people want to uh, come buy beverages from you? I'm at Airte, which is on 13th and University oh. Northeast. I have been there. It's great. It's been a while. I don't yeah, get out much with kids anymore, but yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've been there for like nine years. Okay. So it's good. And that's just Tuesdays are my day off, so that works out great. Sure. Well, um, so you have a uh, you have a hockey background, and Ryan has a baseball background. What what were your backgrounds like? What were your uh, junior high kid level high school sports like where you where you played? Well, I grew up in Anoka, so I played hockey all through from the time I was, I don't know, since I could stand pretty much, I played hockey all through there until high school. Then I moved to uh, Minneapolis, and I paid for uh, Henry. And I graduated in 84, okay. pretty much right at the end of their team before they all turned into the Tri-City Metro team. So, sure. Yeah. And then since then, I've just played adult rec hockey. Cool. Yeah, I guess I, I, uh, my family's all originally from Minnesota, but I uh, grew up mostly in, in Iowa and then uh, lived in Michigan and went to high school in Michigan. So I, I played some high school ball in Michigan, um, baseball, of course. Uh, and uh, I think it was my junior year quitting ball. I got into, you know, punk rock and skateboarding and, and <laughs> girls and stuff like that. And, uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, going to two a days got less interesting. And so I kind of dropped out of ball playing and uh, got back into it as a player, you know, it, several years later. Um, living here, I started playing some men's amateur league. Uh, that got me back, in, you know, into a player. I, I think I was always kind of a uh, fan. I was watching the Twins and, and that stuff. Sure. Well, I'm curious. I, I've played in a few. I'm I'm 36. I'll be 37 soon. So I'm I'm not much younger than you. But I was I was just curious what amateur leagues you play in because I've played in a few leagues over the years too. And I'm almost thinking maybe there's a small chance we cross paths when we're all in the line. <laughs> well, maybe I've been I've been playing for I think this is my 14th year. If I'm doing my math right, I've been playing with. Uh, I guess right now there's three Latino leagues that are going on in the Twin Cities. Uh, it, it was two. It's expanded now this uh, this year to three, but I've been playing in uh, one of the, the local Latino leagues. Just uh, a friend of mine uh, got me in way back when, and now I'm kind of a senior member on that team with a lot of about 21-year-olds. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then uh, we run a team out to – uh, we just actually got done last weekend. There's a there's a 35 plus tournament out in St. Michael. We play out in every year with all of the the kind of senior members of that club, and then we pick up a few guys from some of the federal league uh, federal league teams. And um, we had a guy from the Chastity Diamond, a couple guys from like Pacers to play with us. And so, uh, and I've, I've scratched a few games with some uh, TCMABL ball league teams and stuff here and there. But uh, primarily, it's been playing with teams called the Diablos out of the uh, well, we were in the Liga Latina, and now we uh, there, we started a new league this year, um, the Association of uh, ALAB Association of Latin, Latin American Baseball in Minnesota. Uh, uh, it's our first year, and we're kind of we're currently the finals, so hoping to uh, have a title in this first year, but we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, years ago I played in the TCAMBL. I might be saying that wrong. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's been uh, many years, but um, I've played in the 35 up league the last few years, just in St. Paul. And um, I'm trying to remember the name of the team now, but um, I played in. Anyway, it's just fun to hear about like people continuing to play long after we're twice as old as kids making the major yeah. leagues now. Sometimes it seems like it's pretty cool. I, I um, congratulate both of you to still do this sort of thing. It's it's a good thing to do. Thanks. Well, yeah. Uh, I guess looking at your Instagram, what what is your Instagram, or how do people follow along with what you do when you're going out to look at at town ballparks? 
what, what's the name of that? I know it, but if you want to go over, like, how people sure. contact sure. you or yeah, what your well, websites are, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, you know, we're called Soundball Tuesdays. Um, you can find us with, you know, I think a simple web search brings it up, but we're also, you know, on the on the Instagram, I think we're hashtag Soundball Tuesdays or at Soundball Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, I think Soundball Tuesdays usually find everything. I don't know how these how these wicked snappers do it these days, but uh, we've got the we've got a Facebook account and an Instagram account. And a lot of the stuff, Twitter kind of ends up being the primary uh, vessel for a lot of this stuff, but then it all kind of feeds back to the the blog that um, I guess is kind of the primary. The blog is where the the main meat of everything, and that's where Ryan does a lot of his writing, which is really the magic in this whole thing. And that's sure, and magic. yeah, it's really great. Yeah, no, it's, it's well, great it, going it, through it. Away with, with the words. And a lot of it is, I mean, we're, we're, we're texting people like live while we're at the games. A lot of people are coming out and meeting us. And, uh, you know, just kind of just showing up at the games we're at. We try to give people a little heads up of where we're going. And um, just kind of that kind of thing. A lot of people invite us Tuesday, so we'll do that too. It's just kind of all, kind of wing it. A lot of it, we just kind of wing it and just kind of keep people in, you know, kind of let people know where we're going and go from there. And, and we're pretty active as far as if you, especially on Twitter, if you put it on there, Ryan will get right back to you. So that's the way to get hold of us. Well, yeah, that's that's how I got old. It's, been, it's nice to have that <laughs> yeah. uh, modem for conversation, I guess, or, or communication. Social media to me is still so weird in so many ways, but it's good for good for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I've, I've never had a, a, a personal – Twitter account, I, or I, I guess I, I opened one up at one point. I didn't really get uh, what the what the point of it was, or how you know it was useful to me. And in in this, uh, it, you know, in this in this adventure that we're, we're on with this this you know Minnesota amateur baseball thing, it, it's been uh, uh, just a great tool in that you know we've got you know we started up and pretty quick you know we started following all the teams you know, all the NBA teams and then the NBA's uh, uh, Twitter account. And uh, within the first couple of weeks of us kind of going live uh, on, with, the, with the Internet stuff, uh, we, you know, had people contacting us saying, oh, you guys should come out and check out our park and, and you know, making these, these sort of cyber friends that then we get to <laughs> go and, and, and meet in real life, uh, which is a really, you know, cool thing. And it's turned into – yeah, that's the fun. That's the fun part. Yeah, it's, it's turned into some some great. You know, we we go out to games now and we see the same kind of folks floating around, uh, and you know, get to chit chat with them. And, and you know, uh, state tournament was just a couple weeks ago, and we kind of got to see the the whole the whole uh, crowd. You know, the whole the whole gallery of of, of, of characters that we've we've gotten to meet. Uh, and you know, we're just all old pals now. We drink beers together and, and talk baseball. <laughs> Sounds pretty great. So yeah, that was my that was my next question. Kind of like, kind of random, and and you get invited to places, but like, is there a method to that madness on how you pick the next location you're going to? Is it planned months out for where you're going, or how does that process work? Where you're, where you know, like, hey, next Tuesday we're going to be wherever you're going. Sure. Well, I'll, usually what we do is we uh, just pull up the MBA site and just look at what's playing that day. But then lately Ryan's been kind of getting a little carried away with it and running with it. And he has a map showing where we've been, where we haven't been. And he's the one who's starting to, uh, because it's also fun to cover as many as we can and see as many different places as we can. So he's taken that into a whole nother level. And he's, uh, he's kind of taken that baby on now where <laughs> just kind of, I let him kind of tell us where we're going a lot of times. You, you, there's, between class A, B, and C, there's, you know, over 300 at, at last count, I think, uh, active amateur teams in, in, in the state. Uh, and, yeah, it's, you know, obviously a lot of ground to cover. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of prioritize places we haven't been, uh, obviously. But it, it, with the Tuesday thing, we're somewhat limited because we're obviously we're looking for parks that have lights. Um, we don't get to make it out to, you know, a lot of parks that are unlit and only have day games. 
Um, we're, you know, we're a little geographically limited where, you know, we're not really going to go someplace that's probably three hours out and try to make it back again on a Yeah, usually we're going out and coming back on the same trip. So it's, that does sure. try, we try to keep it about an hour, maybe an hour and a half drive. Yeah, about 90 minutes. We made it out to New Home last summer, and that was, you know, getting back a little late and a little, little, you know, I think we maybe stopped after the game, too, which may have yeah. uh, slowed that process down. But So we got about a 90-minute uh, kind of driving window that we shoot for on Tuesdays. But then we end up, uh, when we can and we can we can kind of schedule a week, you know, we'll do some, some weekend trips and some Friday night trips. And, you know, uh, sometimes I've been by myself. Sometimes Marty will get the night off. Sometimes Marty's by himself, and, and I've got, you know, I'm playing or something else. So, so we, we, we spread <laughs> out a little bit. Sure. Well, I saw I, I, I saw you mentioned Duluth at least, and a few other times. If you're going a place that's a that's a more than just a day trip sort of thing or night trip, is it something you you have to plan a hotels, or is it nice to have like family or friends help out so you can you can make those sort of ventures? Well, uh, yeah, I, I you know I made a couple big runs this summer. Um, that Marty was unfortunately not able to go on. Um, so I, I did a did one where uh, about Fourth of July weekend actually. Um, we we'd had a few, you know, going back to we you know we have clubs that kind of hit us up and, and and say hey you know come check out our park we, you know we got this this big game or we've got uh, you know kind of event tied to this game or and uh, uh, New York Mills had hit me up. And then Urbank Parker's Prairie, uh, that's out that way, um, had hit me up and, and kind of looking over the schedule, everything kind of lined up right. That I, you know, there are, there are a bunch of parks out the way, and that's that's way out. Uh, you know, those those parks are kind of out west, uh, past Alexandria, up and you know, up on uh, sure. on US ten and and uh, you know, in the, in the in the northwest part of the state. So I, I was able to uh, to, to put together a trip. Right, just grabbed my my two little dogs, and we were at at at, mid, at Midway, and I got to you know go see the the snared birds at Midway, and and uh and then go to New York Mills, and 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 meet a bunch of great guys there, and and uh then go up to to see a game in Wolf Lake, and, and with Midway playing Wolf Lake, so I got you know a couple of days in a row of Midway games, and then went down to Urbank and saw a game. Cool. So that was kind of a long weekend run, and I and I yeah you know, camped out, uh, just threw up a tent. And, yeah, a little bonfire. And... Usually we just throw tents in the car, and, and we were pretty much flexible to stay wherever. We stayed in somebody's yard for the state tournament. <laughs> and, you know, we stayed at campsites and different things. Uh, didn't you just stay at the park one night? Yeah, in, in New York Mills, the the, uh, the boys were actually, they just kind of said, you can just throw your tent up in the, in the, in the park. <laughs> so they have a... That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle of a city park um, that has some RV hookups. I don't think they really intend for for tent campers to be there, but I think in a yeah, a, the city is the New York Mills. I don't think I'm gonna get run off by the by the sheriff or anything. So, but sometimes <laughs> not for one night. If you're there a month, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hold up there for a while and then burn burn a little maybe. But, uh, but sometimes I get more elaborate. Uh, I I made another trip later in July. Um, uh, my gal lives out in, in in Winnipeg, so uh, which is oh, cool. interesting. She uh, <laughs> she was willing to to come down for some reason. I guess she likes baseball enough. <laughs> she came down and met me in Alexandria, and we watched a couple tournament games in Alexandria, and then uh, ended up out in, in in Fargo, and um, got to go up to Ada, Minnesota, and see a ball game there, and see a game in Carlos, Minnesota, and, and uh, yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, we get to some some really small remote places when we, when we can when we can make it work i mean still gotta get out to marty that's what that's next year that's <laughs> um sure yeah, we made my dad's to... from ada i i love that area it's, oh, it's a beautiful park oh, out no that kidding. way too but yeah no kidding yeah they uh they got the, the most interesting uh uh center field batter's eye in the state that i've ever seen it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, that's uh they got about four rows of seats and a center field, uh, you know, center field batter guy, and uh, huh. uh, and it's it's apparently it's the old structure that was the the, the press box for the football field when the, the football field and baseball field overlapped, and they just left it up there and painted it green. So it's a uh, it's a nice little unique feature. And this is one of those things that makes all these parks, you know, 
so fun to go check out and so interesting is you know these little unique qualities they all have. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, Winnipeg is about two hours north of the my mom's side of the family for the most part in Roseau and Warroad. So I didn't oh, know yeah. if you stopped oh, yeah. along the way to get through there, but uh, I was curious if you had thoughts from that way too. I just know I have I have some family that definitely like this podcast who are from that area of the world. And if you have thoughts from Nato or Roseau or Warroad, like people would love to hear about that. Well, it's more hockey country, but uh, you know, they got, they got yep. the ball clubs up there too. And, uh, and you have your, uh, your family up there too with the blue ball, right? I mean, um, curling. Well, that's the other side. Yeah, my family's iron ring. Curling's fun. Uh, yeah, curling's know, great. Lots, lots of curling in my family. Sure. But yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of ball clubs up there in the uh, northwest end of the, the state. There's not so much, you know. I mean, it's kind of down to Hibbing and Duluth. Or about the last couple, couple clubs in the Iron Range stretch right sure. now. But yeah, you got uh, you know Warro Rozo, you got Crookston up there, and Ada, and you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of clubs up in that neck of the woods. And that, you know. That Moorhead to to War Road kind of neck. Yeah, it's a it's a fun four months a year that you can play outdoor sports in that part of the world. It seems like. Four is pushing that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, is there? I, you I, you've said it on your website a few times. It's hard to pick up, but is there a favorite trip that you made? This year for a park that you hadn't seen before, Marty, you got a got a favorite? I don't know. I I kind of lump them all together. I don't know. I, I mean, I like so many. I'm like I can't. I really don't have a favorite. But I I knew this. I knew this was going to come up because <laughs> that's what everybody. You know, obviously that's kind of the default question that we goes to. Um, it's you know one of the great things about it, I think I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but it, it's just that, you know, all of these parks have such great, unique, you know, qualities about them, which is what makes going, you know, going to each of these parks and going to these different towns, you know, that's that's what's so great about the experience, whether you're seeing really great ball or you're seeing mediocre ball or sometimes it's a, it's a lousy game, frankly, but it's, <laughs> it happens. You know, the experience of going out to the place is, is, is half of the deal. And, and, you know, I really love uh, you know, Hinkley's got a great park. Um, it's it's you know got this really woodsy kind of feel. It's you know it's all kind of encased in pine trees and um, uh, it's you know it's just kind of this old uh, green wooden grandstand with this little hatch you got to go through the roof to get up to the press box. And um, we were out in farming this summer out in Stearns County, which uh, just got their lights for the first time. They they got a lot of attention in the uh, the, the Pat Royce column this summer on the Stearns County League. Sure. Um, and it was just, you know, it's just, that's just a beautiful park under the lights. Um, is you know, in the Stearns County games just have a, <laughs> they got a kind of a special energy. There's a, you know, friends <laughs> and neighbors playing against each other up there. And yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of passion for baseball. There. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know, Jordan's always a great park with the, you know, the, the kind of bluffs there and, and that, that, cool grandstand and you know and there's just so many places we, we uh we we're on Gaylord for the first time this summer and really you know sure. got we got the uh kind of grand tour from from bill shalty out there and and uh really had a nice time in Gaylord and, and that was one of them where it was a lousy game we had a great time so but there's also <laughs> you know there's and like you said earlier on Tuesday a lot of times we already limited it so there are a couple you know just certain teams that play a lot on Tuesdays that we end up going to a lot of and uh, I mean, so there's teams like that that I appreciate just that they're playing on Tuesday, so I kind of give them a nod too, you know. Sure. So, well, you know, and by way of comparison, like when you know I was I was in Midway, uh, you know, Midway is is, you know, it, it's not even <laughs> I don't even know if there's a it's just sort of a, a dot on the map, like just you know a little west of Naga up there, and 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 uh, it's you know just kind of a little sandlot. Uh, but I, you know, a fantastic time there, and it was, you know, uh, people just kind of back their trucks up and, and sit in the bed of their trucks, and apparently have no fear of their of their windows getting knocked out because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of space between the the field and and the fans out there. There's kind of a a row of bucket seats that are, you know, just cemented down to the ground, and and uh, with, with this tiny little concession stand, and, and uh, you know, very very intimate and very 
you know, everybody, you know, didn't recognize who I was, obviously, so I got into a lot of conversations about what I was doing there. <laughs> and I had a great time, you know. The fans were, were heckling the umpire and Finn, and he was yelling back at him and Finn, and, you know, just, you know it's just, it's just kind of really unique. You know, you're not going to get that in, in Dundas, uh, but you're, sure. you know, you're going to have a great ball in Dundas, and it's going to be it's a beautiful park in, in, in its own right. And, uh, you know, fantastic stuff, but it's, it is. Sure. Well, uh, part of you, part of your adventures on Tuesdays, you said, is also finding like the local watering hole. Like, how do you go about um, finding the town bar that you go to, or or find like a lot of photos are like Taco Tuesday or or some other deals that come up at the local place. Like, how do you how do you find the place that you choose to go to? Is it the team that you're following says this is the place to go, or is there another? Is there another way to to go about finding that information? There's been some of that where people have told us to check this place out, or you know that's that's the easy one. They just got to stop, pull over any place we see along the way. Um, we do a lot of Google Maps, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of it is just you drive into downtown and you look for the, the oldest looking place. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> with, the, with the coolest neon. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, you saddle up and 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 have a cheap beer and and, uh, and you know maybe get some funny looks or you know more often than not you know get into a good conversation with somebody. Or you just drive by a place called the Roundup. You got to stop. <laughs> you know, the Roundup in Hampton. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Roundup. You went to what? What was the place we were on our way to? The moment we stopped at a place called Cactus Jacks, where they had the ice cream machine. Yeah. Self-serve, soft-serve ice cream, just on the side of the road. And then, uh, I don't know what highway we're on. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, so we, that's, that's part of the adventure, too. And sometimes we'll, uh, you know, we'll get down there early enough, we'll pull up a little trout stream, and Marty will throw a line in, uh, you know, or sometimes we'll have the dogs with us, and we'll, you know, take take the dogs out for a little run at it, you know, in the woods or, you know. Find some parks, boat launches. Sure. Like that. We've got picnics. <laughs> we've done, we've done sure. a little bit of everything. You know, my favorite <laughs> thing to do is just get in the carpool lane until that ends and then just set our Google Maps to, like, avoid highways and freeways and just get out. And, and that's that's the fun part for me is just getting on the back roads and just watching the corn grow. We started doing the corn reports this year and just kind of just taking in the taking in the sights and getting away from the city and it's relaxing. It's great. Yeah, no doubt. I you won't get an argument from me on that at all. Is there um, is there? So I'm I'm curious when you when you're at a field, is there a specific area that you like to sit to view the game the best? Like I know when I'm at a field, I typically I appreciate more the third base side. I don't know why. It's just how I've grown up and how my mind works, but is there a certain area? Do you like behind the dugout? Do you like to see how the field is, how it's laid out and to choose, you know, individually, or is there a certain place you like to search for it at each field that you just like need to have that viewpoint of the game? I think I just kind of wander around and checking it off, taking all angles. Usually. I mean, just a yeah. few innings here, a few innings there. Yeah. That's good. You know, that, that'll vary a lot from, from park to park, obviously with, you know, what they've actually got uh, for offerings. Like, you know, if you're down in, in New Ulm, you're, you know, or, or, or Chanhass, and you're, you're practically at a, you know, a, a, almost a minor league stadium kind of arrangement where you've got seating, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a full, what, what's that? Oh, sorry, you've got a full grandstand basically going around the back and down both, both foul lines. And, you know, some parks you might just have, you know, a covered grandstand with, uh, you know, about 50 seats in it at best, uh, you know, we do have the, the folding chairs in the car you can throw down and stuff, but uh, I'll be walking around a lot with my camera, taking pictures and, you know, and, and whatnot too. Well, Ryan got on top of the school this year for the tournament. <laughs> like yeah. Just by hanging out, we were, we were hanging out watching from way out in the outfield and just ran into the greatest people out there. And Yeah, the Green Owl, Green Owl gang uh, kind of flagged me down and they were, they were putting a ladder up uh, <laughs> If you've been to the park in Greenow, the, uh, the, the gymnasium of the, I, I believe it's the elementary school, 
kind of overlooking the right field there. And, and uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to uh, get to climb the ladder and and, uh, and uh, get up on the roof and, and take some pictures of the, the, the championship game uh, from the from a nice high advantage point and that was a lot of fun and potentially dangerous and, and uh <laughs> I may have had a couple of beers in me by that point. So, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, that I, I, I survived really. and I got <laughs> I got a few great picks out of that and that was that was great. But yeah, a lot of it's dictated too by uh what the park has as far as you know, some parks are really uh they're they're chain link heavy and uh Sure. A lot of chain fence and and you know the the and the steel poles holding it up and your 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 angles are kind of limited as far as viewing it and especially as far as uh, you know you take it photographs uh, the chain link is your worst enemy um, you know netting as it is, is is a little obnoxious to shoot through but uh, the chain link is just about impossible to get any good shots through and and obviously you know that's great for viewing so you know some parks are really chain link heavy and uh you know it's 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 tougher to find a, you know you find one good spot it's usually in the grandstand you know at a higher angle um or you know maybe right down the first baseline between between home plate and first or, or the third baseline you might have a couple seats there and you got a kind of unobstructed or less obstructed view but you know some parks just have great uh just wide open uh you know loose netting that, that you, you get great views. Uh, uh, just kind of, you know, it's going to really vary. A lot of it's dictated by, by where you're at. Sure. Well, uh, I thought of this question, uh, I've thought of it before, before this interview with you guys, but if money were no object and you were tasked with building a town ball field for a city, <laughs> oh, um, man. what uh, would you lean? I, I, I get the feeling you wouldn't choose a lot of chain link fence, but would you lean more towards uh, a lot of seating and bleachers, or what would be? I guess it would maybe depend on the population of the city, but what would be certain things that you would choose for the the type of town ball field in in your like dream sense that you're in charge of building? <laughs> I mean, that's a great question, first off. Uh, that would just be a blast. I mean, for sure I would want to make – I wouldn't want to have it be – want, I'd want the field to be quirky in some way. I like when when the outfield is going around different things. And, I mean, as far as seating goes, I don't I – mean, yeah, you want to have good seating. I, I, don't, I like the fences to not – you know, I keep, a, keep as much sight line as possible where it's good. I like that black netting is better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Man, what a question. Well, I think, uh, you know, what we've seen, you know, with, with the parks that we've been to that have been, been uh, host parks for the state tournament, which has, you know, be, become quite an affair of, of, of late where, you know, the, the, the sure. fan, the number of fans that, that were in attendance this year in, in, in Greenout last year at Dassel, uh, you know, uh, it fell playing Gaylord and, and or Belpin, you know Arlington, Gale, all, all these all these towns that have that have been hosting in recent years, you know that they're they're drawing pretty good crowds. But but what they're able to do, uh, you know, and, and we'll see New Prague is is uh, was in the the, the teardown buildup process this year, getting ready for next year. Um, they'll, they'll be hosting with Shakti, and that'd be really exciting. But we, you know, it's a combination of having the the existing structure that is, is accommodating and, and uh, nicely assembled and. Uh, and then having the room to oh, yeah. add some drop-in, you know, uh, drop-in bleachers and things like that to expand. Because uh, obviously, you know, your your uh, you know Wednesday night league game in May is going to need a, a you know a little less seating than than your your Labor Day championship game. Um, you know, yep. assuming you're hosting the state tournament, so it's it's having that flexibility to do that kind of stuff. Um, I like a lot of parks that are kind of set into the base of a hill where you have the, the opportunity to that kind of terrace seating, like uh, Loretto sure. park that, that has that really nice. Uh, also in the north side, the, um, Howard Lake has a, has a great, where it's sort of, you know, they, they just have bucket seats that are kind of dug into the hill. Yeah. Um, and you have the kind of natural grandstand that's kind of built from that. 
Oh, we um, see that in Red Wing and Cannon Red Falls. Wing's like, yeah. Well, Cannon Falls is a Yeah, beautiful down there. Definitely when they take advantage of the, the area, that's, that's great. It just makes it a beautiful part. Yeah, you like cool features like, you know, I don't necessarily want to go to a park and have it be, you know, 335 to left and 365 to the alleys and, and back to 335 and, you know, you don't, you don't want it to really be a cookie cutter. And, um, yeah. Obviously that's, you know, a lot of times just informed by the, by the available property and, and, and what, you know, but like Union Hill, if you've seen an aerial view of Union Hill's uh, outfield fence, it's just sort of snaking. And I think it's just sort of changed over the years as they've acquired more property from <laughs> the, 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 you know, adjacent farms and, and, you know, and then it's really short and left and there's, you know, there's, there's literally a barn, you know, that, that it, you know, it's right over the left field fence and, and, and you know, that the fence is built up tall to kind of, you know, almost a green monster kind of effect where to, to reduce mm-hmm. the, you know, that or make it a little more difficult to hit home yeah. run over there. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so I, th- I think uh, having interesting features, close to features, people love to go to the museum because, you know, it's like the, the Field of Dreams thing. Ah, it's the, the corn. The corn. And, uh, Urbank is, Urbank has a, literally a cow pasture uh, right <laughs> in the right field that, that, that joins up with the, the, the right field foul fence about two-thirds of the way to the, to the corn where, I mean, you could literally foul a ball off a cow. Um, if you're playing for Urbank, if you're playing against Urbank. Um, and there's like, for some reason, there's a million cemeteries on, that always border these games. Yeah, you, you always got to be close to a cemetery. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you want to church people <laughs> as part of the background. <laughs> if you can be by a lake, I, I, I think I would do that too. I would, I would yeah, try to build it by a lake. Um, Alexandria is amazing because, you know, Alexandria is another one where it's, you know, it's a park that was built for minor league baseball, so it's, it's, really kind of overkill in a lot of ways for a, for the town ball level. But, uh, you know, the blue anchors moved out a couple of years ago to Northwood league. And it's, you know, they play, I think they played Legion ball and high school ball and, and, and town ball there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's like an old minor league park from that you'd see in, uh, you know, some movie about baseball in the 1930s. And, and, but it's, you know, it's right on the lake and, and you get these, this great breeze coming in off the lake, and it's it's just kind of scenic, and you know, I, I think you, you, if you can have scenic features, you can have a nice grandstand. With, you know, you got, got a little shade on a sunny day. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people, it was, it's the the uh, the over the dugout party deck is is a real. Those you know, are those are nice. Well, they see that a lot more. <laughs> those are getting real popular. I, I, you know, those are they're, they're good. And a nice concession stand, of course. That's where I go. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say you hadn't mentioned the concessions yet. Is is that a big deal as far as – because there are absolutely nice parks that don't have a built-in concession stand and can and can bring one in for the bigger tournament games. I don't think it matters so much if it's big or – you know, I mean – it's just kind of no. What they sorry, offer. I, I didn't say that right. Not not big necessarily, but like, if the park doesn't have an existing uh, concession stand on site for your right. Wednesday night games, that's that's not something that you think uh, you you wouldn't look down on a park for not having that. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> not, necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. No. It, it, you know, it's 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 nice to be able to get a bit. Which if if we can know. That you know, there, there's certain parks we know that they don't have uh, concessions at, or it, or you know, a lot of them are they're they're dry because they're at a high school, you know, the facility they share with the high school or or whatever. They just have arrangements. Uh, you know, that's it's nice to know ahead of time if if you know it's a BYO kind of place or you know or if uh, <laughs> or or if it's uh, you know strictly strictly you can't bring anything in, but it's also a dry park or you know, uh, we run into, you know, we, we got a, a, a good buddy, uh, uh, Kevin Hosey that, that, uh, I think I pronounced his last name right. I hope so. But, uh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but he, he, uh, we run into him a lot of parks and he's usually got his dogs with him. He kind of gave us the lowdown on, yeah, you can't go to this park. They don't let dogs in. And, and this is, so we, you know, there's some of those facts we have to plan around, but, um, 
And that, you know, that's another thing that's cool about the parks is that, you know, parks have their different, you know, you kind of know uh, who's got, you know, the, 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 the unique hamburger or who's got the, uh, the, the pork chop on a stick or, or those kind of things. I mean, you know, mostly for me, I'm just kind of looking for uh, if they got some nice cold beers and cheese curds. Cheese, oh, cheese curds. Cheese curds <laughs> is in Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I, I almost started a, a, a Pearl Valley or a Pearl River Valley League uh, cheese curd war. Oh, yeah. This, this summer. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mistook uh, New Germany's cheese curds for, for Cologne's cheese curds, thinking that they had brought the recipe in for the uh, – for the, the sectional games and and I was I was wrong and I uh, the, the clone the clone folks were none too happy with yeah, they like have it. but uh, <laughs> well now now they're, they're, they're proposing a blind a blind cheese curd taste test possibly for next year so okay so we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens with that but yeah there's there's a park with a with a terrace kind of built into the hill uh, and clone and yeah, yeah. and and they they boast. The, the the best cheese curds in baseball and I can't say that they're lying. Yeah, they're, I'm I'm with them on that too. They're pretty good. <laughs> Is that so? Lucky today. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say they get to pull. Uh, you said they were lucky. The yeah, they get to pull their curds out of the Bongrats Creamery, there, so that yeah. they got they got you know fresh cheese curds just just up the street from them, so. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. Is there a food option that you, um, a favorite food other than cheese curds that you've had at a park this year, just going off of Tuesday nights? That's the one thing that disappoints me sometimes. It's just how little options there are when there's like, they, they could do so much with that. You know, just, I mean, I don't see why no one brings a casserole or something. Or, you know what I mean? Because it's always the same. You know? Hamburgers, hot dogs, and it could be so much better. And even like we're at the corn belt there, and no one sells corn. It's like I don't, you know, it's like they really dropped the ball on the food thing. I think, but corn and the cow could be a good thing. I know, but no one does it. That'd be really good. So at my park, when I get when we get our stuff, we'll we'll be able to get some corn. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really. I think it needs to happen. I I think it's maybe that's a good business opportunity. Start uh, start selling corn on the cob at, at different at different parks on, on Tuesdays, if anything else, or, or something along those lines. It'll take a whole lot. It'll take a lot. <laughs> it's, you know, you want to support them, and you want to you, you want to get some money into them, too, you know. So it's 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 all good. Everyone does their best, and everyone all a lot of times is just volunteering in those booths, and I appreciate them just being there. So I'm not going to complain about what they're doing there. <laughs> they're doing a good job. No, that's fair. Do you, do you have uh, are there many games that you go to that are there are like do you try to search out the super fans at the game who are 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 taking score of the game and and really into it or or are you are you finding the people that are just there and are are friends and family or are there a type of is there a type of fan that you search out when you're going to the games to mingle with or or is it more people come to you? It seems like. You just kind of sit, especially like this year. My mom really got into going to games, and when you sit with them, they talk. They got they're talking to everyone in the vicinity of them. So a lot of times it's just really just talking to the people that are next to you, and uh, pretty much everyone's pretty pretty willing to have a conversation, and uh, it's pretty easy to talk to people. Well, it, it, yeah, and it's gotten to a place where uh, we're, we're we're getting recognized a little bit out of games, which is, sure. which is great. Um, and so folks will come talk to us and then they'll introduce us to other people, um, which has been great. We got, you know, we got almost the flyers down the parking lot now. And, oh, the Town Bowl Tuesday guys, which, you know, ready to make it out tonight. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, that, that's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, a lot of times uh, it can go both ways. Uh, you know, a lot of times we'll just be, we'll be chit-chatting and somebody overhear our conversation and kind of, you know, where are you guys from? You know, a lot of times they're surprised to hear we're from the cities and that we, you know, go all the way out to, you know, wherever to to watch a ball game because uh, maybe it seems to them that there's better options here. But <laughs> it's always fun to talk to proud moms and to their yeah. sons out there pitching or whatnot. I mean, it's great. Yeah, we got a few players that uh, we, we, you know, players, uh, coaches, um, you know, a few PA guys here and there, uh, you know. 
uh, Jeff Lenz does a lot of uh, Northwoods PA stuff and radio stuff, and you know we've run into him a lot in the summer, and and, and uh, you know uh, uh, Derek up in Hinkley invited me to come up and and uh, sit in the press box when I was up there for for some tournament games uh, early in the summer, and and he was nice enough to give us a little shout out uh, over the PA during the game, which was which was a cool thing. And, um, yeah. And, and you know we're getting uh, a few a few folks are kind of giving us a grand tour of their of their yard a little bit. We, uh, last year when we were down in Arlington when uh, Bryce Haggard was still managing the Arlington A's, he gave us a little tour of the the deluxe club. <laughs> the <laughs> the deluxe club. So you know, <laughs> not a lot of parks uh, have have big clubhouses built into the grandstand. <laughs> so that was you know. Shanhass and uh, they're doing running water, so <laughs> they have a caviar. They're not the, the running water, but, but uh, no, it's a, that's a beautiful park too. I don't mean to <laughs> take a shot at Shanhass, but but uh, yeah, so it, it's gotten to a place now where you know, especially out of the state tournament, when you know, especially on the final weekend, and everybody's out and about. Every time we get up to you know go take a leak or grab another beer, some more cheese curds. It seems like somebody's kind of flagging us down to say hi. And that's, that's a really great, you know, that's fun. We just top 800 and some odd Twitter followers from, you know, I think this winter we have, this is our, this is our second kind of full summer of, of doing this as a, as a formal uh, operation. And, you know, we've like doubled and we had just over 400 starting this, you know, going into the season. So that's, you know, it's got to be a lot of fun, making a lot of friends. Yeah, guys wanting us to talk on their podcast. <laughs> All that <laughs> yeah, some rando rando dudes doing that. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was curious. So you, um, I'll bring it back. You, you said um, you've lived in Iowa, Michigan. I was curious if, like, if there are the 300 fields in Minnesota that you will check out eventually, is it something that maybe you want to expand and go to other state, uh, states, or are you thinking Minnesota is the one you're going to kind of keep it keep it local for the most part? Or... We've been trying to get into Wisconsin, but none of them have the infrastructure to get any way to keep track of what they're I mean, they're not very good on the web out there. Yeah, part I mean, part of the deal is that Minnesota is, you know, I mean, uh, you know, we, we like to tout ourselves as the, the state of hockey, you know, and that's the, obviously the, the wild big kind of uh, uh, catchphrase, trademark, whatever, but in a lot of ways, it's really the state of baseball because there's, there's not really any other states that I'm aware of that, have amateur baseball in this in this capacity um, at all. I know in Michigan, for certain, there's nothing like this. Uh, my brother, kind of, uh, like I said, our, our our family's roots are in Minnesota, and so I ended up back here. He was back here for a few years, and then I ended up moving back to Michigan. But while he was here, he's playing. Uh, you know, he played in the in the Twin Cities League with the with the the, the TCMABL Giants for a few years, and then uh, ended up playing uh, tumble for St. Francis for a few years. And went sure. back to Michigan. He's, there's nothing like this. I, I can't play. There's, you know, the, most metro areas will have kind of summer leagues that are primarily college guys. Uh, you know, it, it, a lot of them are just metal bat leagues or, you know, carbon composite yep. bats, whatever they're made of now. And you don't really have the mm-hmm. wood bat kind of stuff. Uh, like Marty was saying, Western Wisconsin has a, a number of teams. I don't know exactly the count. Someone, someone told me it was like 60 or something for, uh, you know, a lot of Western Wisconsin, a lot of that, there's a lot of them in the Milwaukee area. Uh, but it's tough. We've had a lot of those uh, guys that play out on that side, um, you know, Ellsworth, and, and we're told that, that, that Plum, Plum City, Wisconsin, <laughs> over on Maiden Rock, supposedly there's some great parks over there. Uh, we want, we, we kind of want to go check out and maybe do a, a trip across the, you know, across the Cheddar Curtain there. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we've had a hard time. Other than uh, the River Falls team has a really nice website. They got a what looks to be, you know, a beautiful new ballpark. And, and Osceola, again, you know, nice, nice website, full schedule. But some of these clubs, you know, you go to their Twitter account and they've got a hot link to a web page that's, you know, got the 
under construction thing or we'll, we'll yeah. find schedules from Facebook that have been updated in four years. Yeah. yeah. Osceola, yeah. I will it, tell you, is beautiful. I will say that, but I, I can't yeah. say I know a lot of other Western Wisconsin, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's up, Mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little noise. But, uh, yeah, so we, we, we'd like to make it over to some places. But like I said, there's, you know, uh, you know, a little bit of Western Wisconsin. I know that, you know, there's there's a lot of teams like the teams out west, Moorhead and, and Crookston, and those teams will kind of play uh, North Dakota and South Dakota teams. There's some stuff out there. There's really not much in Iowa. I think Iowa is so overwhelmed with the amount of minor league baseball they have down there. I don't know if there's, you know, I think there's like metro leagues around uh, Des Moines and stuff, you know, that are just kind of wrecked leagues. But, you know, they there's something really unique in Minnesota about this stuff. I think Western Pennsylvania has West Pennsylvania, upstate New York has something kind of similar. Um, so we got, you know, we got people kind of feeding us some of that stuff a little bit, but nobody has anything like, you know, the 300 and some odd teams Minnesota's running. And that's just, that's just, you know, the affiliates of NBA. And, and, you know, and like we were saying that the structure, they've got, they've got, you know, the website's really great. Uh, it's open-ended, so the teams kind of enter their own schedules and results. So it can kind of be uh, – some teams aren't as good as others at, at, at keeping all their info in there. So sometimes it's a little hit, you know. Uh, it, you, you have to go through a couple other routes to find a team's schedule or whether, whether they're home because they, maybe they haven't entered that info mm-hmm. into, the, into the Minnesota Baseball Association site. But overall, it's a pretty, you know, wide-ranging – all-encompassing kind of one-stop shopping. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty easy to remember. Yeah, the calendar is really handy where you can click on just about any date. And it's great for me when I'm writing uh, about parks because I'm uh, usually <laughs> several months behind. So I can kind of go back <laughs> and if, if we're lucky enough to be at a game that's got a full box store and, and stuff in there, I can kind of piece together some of, some of the memories, you know, a little easier. Although I don't, I kind of make it a point to not write much as much about the game itself as, as the yeah, kind of experience. Yeah, yeah, which is so, awesome in many sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so that's why well, I, I, I like about it. Sure. Well, I wanted to ask too. Like, um, part of the reason I was really excited to talk to you guys is is the last couple three weeks I've I've been um, doing some research just on my family, my grandpa specifically on. Um, baseball that he played when he was in his 20s and 30s in Warroad, Minnesota. And I was curious if there were um, – was there, like, a family aspect for you? You, you said your mom um, loved going to games when she was younger. Was was there, like, a connection in that sense to to your past as to why you enjoyed going to town ball games, maybe from family members or friends of family members or anybody along those lines? Well, this is completely a fluke. I had no idea about that. It was just basically I started going to these games with Ryan, and then, you know, a lot of these games were going on, and I remember my mom was from around, you know, Rogers and kind of around those areas there, and then all of a sudden she was in Hampton. Yeah, yeah, and so I guess they're kind of all over, and it turns out that my family were all ball players, I guess, back in the day. And my mom's just really big on genealogy and, She's got the family history down, so she knows everything. I, I, when I push, I don't know any of this stuff, but she could go on for days about how, yeah, they were all on different teams, and she knows all the team names, and she remembers that was what they did when they were kids. That they went to ball games, and it was just, you know, team, that was what people did, and it's amazing that it's still going. It's just, it's wonderful. But yeah, so it's it's in my blood, I guess. I didn't even know it was there, but. Yeah. Maybe that is why I've taken such a liking to it. I just I just think that the level of the game is great, and it's just great that this is still happening. And it's I just enjoy every aspect of the drive out there, the game, the whole experience. So it's been great for me. I, I guess for me, like awesome. I said, my family has my family has all roots up you know in the Iron Range, and my dad and a lot of my uncles and stuff they played baseball at you know high school level, but. Um, I don't, I, you know, I certainly didn't grow up knowing anything about any kind of town ball. This kind of, you know, this is something I kind of discovered or, or you know, learned about, I guess, discovered through 
sounds a little funny, but but learn about just you know from living here in Minnesota and hearing, like I said, like Patrick Royce on the radio will talk about it, and, <laughs> and uh, you know you kind of get familiar, and you know you. I, I just remember being out. I've always been a guy that kind of likes to uh, get in the car and drive down gravel roads and you know just go on road trips and you know I remember my first few years here in Minnesota just kind of driving through these towns and going whoa look at that look at that baseball diamond. that's that's beautiful you know and 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 then kind of piecing together that there's this whole <laughs> culture of, of small town amateur baseball here that that you just don't see in other places and and you know not connected to big league clubs not a feeder not it's just just guys from the town that that just play for fun, really, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I've always, like I said, I, I was kind of a kid that was a baseball nerd. You know, I had baseball <laughs> cards and, and you know, and, and watched. You know, it, it didn't matter if it was a Saturday afternoon game between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves, or you know, or the Twins playing the Tigers, or, or you know, if there was baseball on, I was watching it. I just, you know, I just kind of loved baseball. And, dumb baseball movies, you know, I've probably seen <laughs> Bull Durham 780 times and, and you know, I, I threw up every time I, I watched Field of Dreams and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was just kind of a culmination of, of all that stuff for me that, that uh, you know, and, and, and playing a little amateur ball, I've gotten to, uh, on a few circumstances, play in a few of these parks, but, you know, I've been mostly confined to kind of the Metro, but but yeah, so it's it's for me it's just that kind of baseball seam ahead Americana kind of thing. Exactly. Sure. Well, God, this hour's gone kind of fast. We're not over yet, but I, I wanted to one more time just say like uh if you could say who you guys are and uh maybe your uh Twitter contact info if people are interested in following where you are and, and seeing what fields you're planning to go to. Cause I'm, uh, that is one thing about Minnesota. We don't really play baseball for the next, <laughs> well, we do, there's fall baseball, but it's not exactly the same as, as the summer, summer months. Sure. Well, yeah. So we're, we're, we're town ball Tuesdays. Uh, I'm Rhino and, and my <laughs> sidekick here. I don't know who's the sidekick. I don't even know. Yeah, it's Marty. <laughs> And uh, uh, you can find us uh, uh, on Twitter. Is is our, our handle is Town Ball Tuesday with no S. Uh, we ran out of characters there. We didn't think that one through real, real well. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're Town Ball Tuesdays on Facebook. Uh, Town Ball Tuesdays on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. Or uh, sorry, Instagram. I don't know all the all the things. And most of them do have a link that that goes to the WordPress. And that's and that's the one that, yeah, but, that you want to find, and that's what's going to keep you going through the winter here is reading up on on these old stories of these trips that we've been on. And Ryan's able to really bring back to life with his writing, uh, and that's what that's really what it's all for me anyway. I, I just love his writing. I love reading the recaps. And, well, thanks, Mark. And, uh, that's what that's what you got to find is the WordPress one. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the URL for the for the blog is is soundballtuesdays.us. Because that one was real cheap to register. Uh, should probably upgrade it <laughs> at some point before somebody, somebody buys us out and holds it over our heads. But uh, I guess we didn't really know what we were getting into when we started this. Uh, so yeah, TomBaltuesdays.us will get you to the blog. Um, we'll probably be doing some upgrading with, with some of the blog functionality and, and stuff this year. I've noticed that on a mobile device, you can't like blow up the pictures and some of those things. So uh, we'll be trying to kind of expand some of that hopefully over the winter and and. Uh, as far as parks we're visiting, a lot of we we kind of gotta wait till schedules come out. But there's a few people we owe visit to, visits to. I know the, the Gibbon Reds of of Gibbon Reds and Hadley Buttermakers have been really uh, yeah, yeah. they've they've uh, <laughs> really wanted us to come visit, and uh, we we haven't been able to make it out unfortunately. And, and we're really looking forward to getting out there. Um, that's one of the kind of necks of the woods, the uh, the kind of south uh, southwest part of the state is, is is a lot of unexplored territory for us. So there's there's a lot of parks we want to kind of see down in that neck of the woods. Um, uh, but, yeah, there's, I mean, there's always, you know, going back to some of the old favorites and, and there's, there's just so many, there's so many, it's overwhelming almost, but it's, it's great because it keeps us, keeps us plenty busy. Yeah, the summer goes by fast, that's for sure. 
Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, I just I wanted to thank you for joining me. It's been fun to chat, and I think the next time we go, maybe let's plan a time to go maybe to a game March, April, May, sometime 2018, and, and actually see each other in person. That'd be great. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Not a doubt. That's that's not a tough thing to get us to go to a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll have to, to really twist your arm, I'm sure. So. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah th- thanks for being on. I appreciate it. It's been fun to chat, and uh, let's let's talk again soon. That'd be really good. Absolutely. Thanks, Cor. Thanks. Yeah, have a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.